Okay. Hello, everybody. Hey, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> it's our Friday Eve. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, yeah, it is Friday Eve. And we made it to episode five. Doing big things here. Big, big things. Five whole episodes. We're famous now. So famous. With all of our one listener, probably. <laughs> and it's my mom. Aw, thanks. Hi, mama. <laughs> well, today we're going to take, we're going to do something a little different, and we're going to discuss internet urban legends. Yeah. Should be interesting. Yeah. We just wanted to take a little bit of a, a break from a, just the cults and yeah. see what else is out there. A detour. Yeah. We're just, we're taking the, uh, the scenic route, I guess. Okay. I guess I'll flip the coin again, and I'm going to try to not get heads this time i mean i'm gonna be heads again because i'm determined that at some point it has to be tails it has to be tails so i'm gonna start it on tails because i think last time i started on heads and if it's like not being flipped that makes sense yeah okay Okay. i'm gonna laugh (laughs) i can't see it hold on take a minute break it's tails okay so it looks like i'm starting all right hell yeah here we go. Okay. Sit back, relax. Yeah, you you just relax, girl. Get comfy. Chill. <laughs> okay. Well, today I'm going to discuss the elevator game and why it's said to have killed a 20-year-old student that was visiting from Canada. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Well, let's first start off with what is the elevator game? The elevator game is believed to have originated in South Korea and Japan, and it is believed that the ritual will bring you to another world or dimension. And I have to say that researching this game actually gave me the heebie-jeebies, and I do not recommend looking it up unless you're doing it in the day in, like, a cafe surrounded (laughs) by, like, happy people, because it freaked me out. So... The rules of the game, it's kind of a, it's a sequence that you have to follow to a T. If you do anything that isn't a part of the sequence, it won't work or something very bad could happen to you. And wait, the, do they say what really bad could happen to you? Oh, we're going to get there. Okay. There's, there's, there's some things. All right. I'm jumping the gun. It's is okay. That, is that the saying? That's not the saying. Jumping. I think it is. Cause like, you're, yeah. Cause I don't know. Who jumps a gun? All right. Isn't anyway. that like when the gun breaks or like because you're doing it too fast or something? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know enough about guns. All right. I don't either, but I think that's the saying. That sounds right. Okay. So first, you must find a building with an elevator that has at least 10 floors or more, and you must get into the elevator alone. This is very important. You will then ride to each floor in the following sequence. One to four, four to two. 2 to 6, 6 to 2, 2 to 10, 10 to 5, and 5 to 1. And instead of going to 1, you'll automatically begin going up to floor 10, and this is how you know it will work. Yes, it's very confusing, and this is the most simple way I could have read it. If you look it up, there's, like, sentences on sentences, so I think you'd have to, like, screenshot this and be like, okay, what am I doing? Yeah, probably. I you guys can't see me, but I was literally making circles with my finger and like She's rolling like my eyes. Yes, <laughs> like the Winona Ryder, like what's happening? Yes. So again, it's it's an interesting sequence, but you have to follow it to the team. 
So, during the sequence, you must not not or you must ignore anyone that gets in the elevator with you. Okay, so people can get in the elevator with you after you start. They're not supposed to. And that's why if someone gets in the elevator, and this is especially on floor five, you must ignore this person because this person is part of the ritual. So you must. Ooh. I know. It's very, it's very interesting. All right. Keep going. So, like I said, on the fifth floor, uh, a woman gets on uh, and she's going to try to guide you or eternally lure you into a different reality than you know um, and she can either take the form of somebody you know or that of a demonic banshee um okay that's kind of extreme either or someone you know or a demonic banshee or something like completely crazy and so it's like really important that you don't make eye contact with her whether it be like through the lights or mirrors or anything you just cannot look at her or talk to her because if you do then she'll start to she can confuse you or lure you into this other reality. But I thought the point was go to to go to the other reality. You do want to go to the reality, but she's going to... Take you to another bad reality? And not let you leave. Oh. So then you're stuck there. Or she'll start to mess with your mind because, like, again, she might be, like, a, a demon. So she's, like, making you think not correctly. Okay. And then, so... Uh, to get back, you're supposed to follow the exact same sequence, but but in reverse or the the same way because you're. I think it's just you're supposed to do the same way, and you have to get onto the same elevator that you got off. It's also important. But if it's taking you to the tenth floor, but it's really yeah. But you think you're on the first floor. Yeah. But if you get back on the elevator on the tenth floor, then you can't do the sequence in the same way. But I think that it says it's taking you to it's a i don't again it's very confusing but i think we won't try this i think it's probably a good bet for us don't try this at home but if you're going to make sure you understand the rules yeah or read it like 10 different times so it's reported in the also while listening to these i've realized that i say so a lot and i'm sorry about that i will (laughs) try to do better okay it is reported that in the other world, it's dark, but otherwise looks exactly like our home world. And you'll know that it's not our world because it just, it, no one else will be there. And sometimes there's um, just like a lack of sound. Not It's not silent. There's just like no sound present. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And some people have reported seeing a distant red cross through a window, and no one's really sure what the red cross is. It could be a cross, or it could be something else. Seems like it's a cross. (laughs) Seems like it (laughs) is a cross. And it said that electronics do not work in the other world, but some claim that they have videos from over there. And people report feeling disoriented or dizzy when they exit on the 10th floor. And the rules say that you must be vigilant to pay attention to how you're feeling and just uh, just make sure that you're paying attention to what's happening. And if you pass out, you may wake up at home. But this may not be, like, your home. This might be, like, the other world home. Oh. So you, like, really need to look around and just make sure everything seems right. 
or you could be in, in your, the other world. What happens if you wake up in your other world home? They don't really like talk about that. It's just kind of like it could happen or um like there's some like I said, looking this up, you'll read like really scary stories. <laughs> really scary. <laughs> um like I found one story where the woman um when she did the ritual, she did it incorrectly and she said that the woman followed her home and was haunting her. In one of the stories, she said that the w- she was looking at the, the lights to see which floor she was on. And yeah. as she was looking in it, the woman walked in and she made eye contact with her. And so then the woman started to like, she was really beautiful and just like seemed very like nice and started talking to her and saying like, but she's like, I can't talk to you because if I talk to you, I'm breaking the rule. And then the woman starts to get more and more aggressive and like starts screaming like, obscenity i don't like it (laughs) and so then the woman i guess she reports that she just started bashing the woman's head in and like the woman just kind of like looked at her and was like ha 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 like i got you to do this and so then she posted the story saying that she'd been haunted for the last 10 days like after she did the games yeah so people are not messing around and there's like other stories about like two like one person did the elevator game and then disappeared and like no one heard from them again or like there's a lot of different forums so that's some crazy shit you can go down a rabbit hole if you you look this up but is it like proven that that person disappeared are they still missing i mean it's like i think it's one of exactly i don't know if these are all like is it yeah made up stories or are these real things it's just, I don't know, it's like fun fairy tales, but could be real. But I guess the most famous and terrifying affiliation with Elevator Game is the mysterious death of Eliza Lamb. Yes, when I first moved here, I was obsessed and terrified I know. about this story. It's very interesting because, I mean, I've heard about this story from before, but I never heard the connection between the Elevator Game and her death. So it's very interesting to hear this theory. That Yeah, it's a really interesting theory because they kind of just stopped researching it, I think. Yeah, it's almost just kind of like, it's just like a cold case or they're just like, okay, maybe this is what happened. But, so what happened with Eliza Lamb? So Eliza Lamb was a Canadian citizen and she was the daughter of immigrants from Hong Kong. And at the time of her death, she was 21 years old, and she was studying at the University of British Columbia. She had been diagnosed as suffering from bipolar disorder, and she actually at one point did disappear. And so her family, they were concerned about her health, but she seemed like she was stable enough for her to be able to travel on her own. So in 2013, she made the trip to sunny California and started her visit in San Diego, where she visited the San Diego Zoo, and she posted her photos on social media. Everything seemed like she was fine. And then she took the train up to LA, and when she arrived in Los Angeles, she checked into the Cecil Hotel. And the Cecil Hotel is creepy. Yeah, so it's near Skid Row, and if you're not familiar with LA, it's uh, a little bit of a seedy spot, I yeah. guess you could and say. And it's actually on the map. Like, if you look at a map of L.A., it's labeled as an area. 
because it's a very famous hotel for its affiliations with murders. Yes. Such as the Elizabeth Short, who was the victim of the Black Dahlia. Yes. Uh, a woman called Goldie Osgood. She was the pigeon lady of Pershing Square. Oh, and I she didn't was, know about that one. I know. And she was raped and murdered in a room in the Cecil. And the pigeon lady. I know. I also love that her name is the pigeon lady of Pershing Square. It's perfect. I feel like there's a lot of pigeon ladies of Pershing I Square. I think so too, but I feel like now she's the only one that can have that designation. I know. And there's also the serial killers Jack Unterweger and Richard Ramirez, the night stalker. They both resided uh, in the Cecil while they were active. So it's a very, it's actually a very famous hotel, just not for the best reasons. No, not at all. Which is unfortunate because I think they they really tried to become a boutique hotel, but it's just they did. I think they remodeled it again recently. Probably they probably just re- they really and renamed tried, it. Probably, and. But unfortunately, they just haven't had the best of luck. So, again, so. (laughs) Lamb was initially assigned to share a room. However, her roommates complained that she had a certain odd behavior. And she was then moved to a room of her own. And obviously, with her health history, her parents were very concerned about her. And they wanted to make sure they spoke with her every day. And on the day that she was supposed to check out of the hotel, her parents never heard from her. And so they were very concerned and reported her missing. And then two weeks after she was reported missing, hotel guests began to complain that the water pressure in their rooms was erratic. The water had a foul smell and appeared black. Which I already get kind of grossed out in, like, hotels and showers. But can you imagine it, like... And L.A. water overall. And L.A. water overall at the CISO Hotel. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So after numerous reports of this happening, the hotel employees went up to the water tank, and that's where Lamb's body was discovered in a thousand-gallon water tank. She was found naked, and most of her clothes and personal belongings were floating in the water near her. However, her phone was never found, so they're not sure what happened they looked in her room and around her, and that was never found. Hmm. And about four months later, the coroner's report came out reporting her death was accidental drowning. But yeah, because that's what you do accidentally. Go swimming in a water tank. For funsies. For funsies. I mean, I get, it can get pretty hot here, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what month was this in? Like, October? It was January. January? Yeah. Why I thought it was October, but I mean maybe. It but was January like, also, it's cold here. I can be. I mean, if it was this year's January, uh, uh-uh, just stand outside in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so obviously people questioned this because it was actually pretty hard to get up to the hotel roof. It was locked, and only the hotel staff had the pass keys and like codes to get up there. And if you tried to force the doors. It was supposed to set off an alarm. But then a video came out saying, like, it was pretty easy to get up there and no alarms happened because they think that, like, the hotel employees would go smoke up there. Oh, maybe. I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't either. We've all done that. I mean, and why would the Cecil have really ridiculous security? I know. After, like, their history, probably not the best. But 
So say that all of the security reasons had happened. She could have gone up there on the fire escape. But if that wasn't true, or like say that hadn't happened, it also doesn't make sense how she would have gotten into the, the water tanks by herself. All four tanks are four by eight foot. Or for our foreign listeners, one by 1.2 by 2.4 meters. And, so, and each of them had cylinders that were propped up on concrete blocks. And there's like no fixed access to them. So there's like no easy way to get into it. And the hotel workers had to like bring ladders to like look into the water. And all of them are protected by heavy lids that would be difficult to replace from within. Yeah, if they need multiple people and ladders, it's not like she was like, duh, 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 duh. okay, like I'm yeah, yeah, just gonna go for a dip in my hot tub and just then like lift get the in lid there up. and then like take my clothes, like just none of it really made sense. So people obviously questioned it, and so this is where our elevator game kind of comes into play, because obviously skepticism was growing with her death and. Soon after, a surveillance video was released of showing her with erratic behavior in the elevator. And it's so it's filmed overhead, like from the corner, like looking down on her. And okay. so it shows her walking in and pressing the numbers in the sequence that I told you. Yes. Oh, wait, it does show it in that sequence? It shows her like pressing, not like specifically in that sequence, but like she in a weird in sequence. a weird way. And like. You're like me. I'm not trying to stay on an elevator for a long time. Like, why are you trying to press, like... I wonder uh, if anyone's looked at it to see if she's actually pressing that specific sequence. It would be very interesting to watch, like, this the sequence that she does. Yeah, because we do have the video. We do and have the video. Elevators typically have the same sequence of numbers, right? Yeah, because it's like... It looks like it's two sets. I didn't watch too much of it. So it would just be, like, two rows? I think so. But... Um, I w- we could watch it. We yeah. could try. But uh, maybe we'll try to figure it out later. But, so... Special bonus episode. <laughs> special bonus... Yes. <laughs> uh, so, the it shows... The video shows her pressing the buttons, but the elevator isn't moving. It's just... It's standing still. So, she's kind of, like, looking out. Like, she's scared that something's, hap- or like, following her. And then it shows her, like, hiding in the corner. <laughs> you were just really far away. I feel like it was going to be quiet. Oh, okay. Thank you. Wait. Okay. So where was I? So, okay. We'll start. So the surveillance video showed her acting very erratic. It showed that the after she pressed all of the buttons that the elevator actually wasn't moving. And so it shows her like going in and out and then hiding in the corner. Like she's scared that someone's coming into the elevator. And... um. Yeah, so it just shows her, like, going in and out of the elevator, and it also shows her conversing with someone. Yeah, it's weird. But there's no one, like, there's no one in sight, and there's no one in the elevator, and it's very strange because she'll, like, be playing, like, skipping, like, she's having fun, and then all of a sudden she'll be terrified again. So it's believed, like, people are thinking it could be that this is actually, like, her return trip, and it's not working. Huh. And so, like, she's trying to get back because she's so scared, and she's not able to get back. And the lady's like, maybe she also didn't know whether she's supposed to do it forward or in reverse. Exactly. And so, she, I think she's maybe trying to, maybe she was trying to do it in reverse, and now she's stuck with the, the elevator lady. And that's why they think that like 
So everything kind of follows this. Like she's in, she pressed the buttons. She's in the elevator, like trying to hide from someone. And obviously with her death, it fits the idea that she disappeared into another world. Huh. Mm-hmm. So interesting. It is an interesting idea. That it is. It's an interesting theory. Theory. I mean, however, obviously we'll never know what actually happened to her, whether it was a psychotic breakdown, if someone, or if someone from this world or another world viciously attacked her. We'll never know. We'll never know. And that, my friends, is the elevator game and the unfortunate death of Eliza Lamb. Wow. That was intense. I know. It took a turn. It did. And so... If you want to look up this this game or the video, yeah, there's yeah. a lot to it. Yeah. But I warn you, you could go down a very large rabbit hole. Yeah. So we're being done first. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Story time. I almost <laughs> forgot that I had to tell my story now. <laughs> I know. I was like, we're done, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. All right. I am going to talk to you today about mysterious fictional internet horror character that was created in 2009 and got a cult following that resulted in several real-life crimes. Several. Several. That character is Slenderman. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Slenderman's pretty famous at this point. And I did, it's normally the Slenderman, but I have this problem. I can't say the things. Like when people say the Target and the Walmart it's like the freeway or like the five. I can do that because I've lived here long enough where I can say the five. But I can't say the before a noun typically. That makes sense. Like the Heather. That, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> don't say that. That's weird. <laughs> so the Slender Man. I'm just going to call him Slender Man. Okay. Okay. So Slender Man was created originally for a Photoshop contest on a thread in the Something Awful Internet Forum. Eric Knudsen, under the pseudonym Victor Surge, contributed two black and white images of groups of children to which he added a tall, thin, spectral figure wearing a black suit. He included texts from the perspective of a witness describing the abductions of the groups of children and calling the character the Slender Man. I have a couple of quotes from these photographs. The first one was... We didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But its persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. Dash 1983, photographer unknown, presumed dead. The quote under the second photograph read, One of two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library blaze, notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished, and for what is referred to as the Slender Man, deformities cited as film defects by officials. Fire at library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. 1986. Photographer Mary Thomas, missing since June 13, 1986. These captions brought this character to life and started an onslaught of fan artwork, fan fiction, YouTube channels, video games, a movie, and some crimes. Yeah. 
can I, it's like when you read something on the internet and you're like is this real is this yeah like, that's terrifying so is i can understand <laughs> and insert song here <laughs> yeah but really i mean reading this even doing the research myself i'm like this is terrifying you know I, even you just reading that right now i was like oh that happened i'm like wait no 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 yeah exactly <laughs> So some inspirations for the character are noted as Zach Parsons' The Insidious Beast, Stephen King's The Mist, Reports of Shadow People, Mothman, and The Gasser of Mattoon. I don't know what The Gasser of Mattoon is, but I have some questions, and I need to know what it is. I do, too. (laughs) I don't don't know why I think of, like, farts, though. Exactly. (laughs) Like Dutch oven farts. (laughs) I just picture him always farting, and it's, like, green and gaseous. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nutson's intention was to formulate something whose motivations can barely be comprehended and which caused unease and terror in a general population. Dun-dun-dun. I think that he accomplished that. I think so, a little bit. Professor Sheeta Chess of the University of Georgia has a book called Folklore, Horror Stories, and the Slender Man, the Development of an Internet Mythology. In this book, she connected Slender Man to ancient folklore about fairies. Like fairies, Slender Man is otherworldly, with motives that are often difficult to grasp. Like fairies, his appearance is vague and often shifts to reflect what the viewer wants to to reflect what the viewer wants or fears to see. And, like fairies, Slenderman calls the woods and wild wild places his home and kidnaps children. So, basically, he's a fairy. He's a fairy. Yeah. And also, it's another book. And it's another book. book. (laughs) Yay! Yes! I did not disappoint with the lack of books in this episode. Because I forgot. So, now we have one. (laughs) We also have a movie later, so it's a twofer. Ooh. Uh, a for Okay, so there's a lot of forum usernames in this. Maybe only a couple more, but they're very punny, and I'm not sorry about it. So this forum user's name, it's spelled T-H-O-R-E-A-U dash up, like thorough up, but throw up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this person created a folklore for Slenderman, kind of a backstory set in 16th century Germany with a character named Der Grobman, which is implied to be an early reference to Slenderman. And the first video series of Slenderman evolved from a post by user C. Gars. I like that one. (laughs) That's a good one. The story is about a fictional film school friend named Alex Crayley who stumbled onto something troubling while shooting his feature his first feature length project Marble Hornets. The video series forms an alternate reality game describing the filmer's fictional experiences with Slenderman. This alternate reality game also incorporates a Twitter feed and a YouTube channel created by a user named To the Ark. As of 2013, Marble Hornets had over 250,000 subscribers and 55 million views around the world. I also don't really understand what an alternate reality game is. Is it like a VR game? Or it, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like it's like an interact interactive web game where you like Yeah. Do you remember those games like Mud where it was like just text and you were just typing what you were doing? No. Oh. Well, I don't. But I I don't. I played other games, but not that one. <laughs> well, that's it was like a black screen and you just typed what you were doing. Oh, okay. There, that was the whole game pretty much. Okay was just typing and i feel like this is that but with like twitter and youtube and those sorts of things okay maybe i could be wrong if you know what an alternate reality game is email us or something dm us or yeah just let let us us know know. (laughs) because we don't get it uh so slender man's mythology evolved without an official canon so the details vary greatly depending on the story that you read the fan fiction, the artwork, because it's mostly just individuals creating things based off of him. However, he's usually described as very tall and thin with unnaturally long tentacle-like arms and sometimes actual tentacles, and he can extend them to intimidate or capture his victims. His face is usually white and featureless, but sometimes his face appears differently to anyone who sees it. He wears a dark suit and tie. It's fancy. He's generally associated with the forest or abandoned locations, and he can teleport. Which, I mean, I'm kind of glad he can teleport, because I really don't want to think about him running. Also, but it's scary, because like, he or could walking. teleport right here. That's true. So not, I don't want to close that window. No, right? like, really, no actually, like, I... Yes, I'm a little <laughs> creeped out. It's okay. It's all good. I think we have to start closing the door. I so think that we might have to. Heather. I, like, <laughs> I told you all these stories are already starting to scare me. Listen to this during the daytime. <laughs> oh, I forgot what I was saying. Um, oh, he can teleport. So if you're in the same area as Slenderman, it's said to trigger slender sickness. What is slender sickness? Sounds like a weight loss tea. I was just going to say that. Can I? I want some slender sickness. No, you don't. It's a rapid onset of paranoia, nosebleeds, nightmares, and delusions. Well, I have the paranoia. <laughs> but I, not the other things. Okay, I'll, I'll go without those. He targets children or young adults. Some stories had young adults driven insane or to act on his behalf. Some claim that investigating Slender Man will draw his attention. That's the moment last night where I was like, this this isn't real. So I can never ride an elevator again, <laughs> and I can't go towards the woods, okay? No, just don't investigate him. He'll be fine. Well, now I'm around you. You'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> the web- and their last podcast. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. If we disappear, it was Slender Man. Or if we rode a 10-story elevator. Yeah, and accidentally press the buttons in the correct order. Just make sure to check the water tank. Yes, that's probably where we'll be. Because we're going to the Cecil Hotel. Never. Like we won't. Probably never. The place is terrifying. <laughs> okay, the web series Marble Hornets introduced the idea of humans who fall under Slenderman's influence and that Slenderman could interfere with video and audio recordings. There's even a Slenderman symbol, which is a circle with an X through it. Yeah. And the fate of his victims is generally left pretty obscure. They don't really 
specify depending on the the writer the, yeah. the creator of the or story. they just don't say what happens you just get taken or become his proxy and do things on his behalf and okay bye <laughs> yeah no idea just like we don't know what happens to people in the elevator game they just disappear so despite being able to pinpoint where Slenderman was created and that nearly all users understand that Slenderman isn't real, some people still entertain the possibility that he could be real. Some people still really believe that Slenderman is real. In May 2014 in Wisconsin, three 12-year-old girls were having a sleepover. Their names were Anissa Wire, Morgan Geyser, and Peyton Lutner. Peyton was unaware at the time is that she was going to be a victim of a brutal attack. Her classmates had been planning this attack for months. They wanted to prove to non-believers that Slender Man was real. Their ultimate goal, though, was to become a proxy of Slender Man, and the only way that they could do that was to murder someone. And if they didn't do that, Slender Man would hurt their families. They thought this would also allow them to go with Slenderman to live in his mansion in the Nicolette National Forest. Hansel and Gretel? No. Yeah, Hansel and Gretel. Like going to the witch's place with the candy. Oh yeah, it is kind of like that. But this one's like a scary, creepy, dark one. I mean, one. Hansel and Gretel was actually pretty dark if you... I mean, it's very dark. Yeah, it's like a witch that's going to eat them. But I liked the candy part of it. <laughs> yes, I think that they did too. Yeah, I'd end up in that pot for sure. <laughs> so the girl's plan was to duct tape Peyton's mouth while she was sleeping, blanket her in covers so it looked like she was sleeping still, then run away to Slender's, Slender Man's mansion. Instead, the girls waited until Saturday when they could lure Peyton to a nearby park and stab her in the bathroom so her blood would trickle down the drain. That's pretty smart. I guess. Easy cleanup? Yeah. That morning, Morgan grabbed a knife from her kitchen, and they convinced Peyton to come to the park and get into the bathroom. But once they were in there, neither girl could bring themselves to do the stabbing. After they passed the knife between them, they took Peyton and went into the woods. And at that point, one girl pushed Peyton down and pinned her down by sitting on her. And then again, the girls traded the knife back and forth, not sure who was actually going to do it. And then Morgan began stabbing Peyton as Anissa egged her on. Morgan allegedly whispered, I'm so sorry, in Peyton's ear before stabbing her in the torso, legs, and arms. After Morgan stabbed Peyton 19 times, Anissa drug Peyton out of sight and told her not to move because she would lose blood slower and promised they would go get help, even though they had no intention of getting help or of Peyton surviving. Peyton was able to crawl out of the woods to the road where a cyclist found her, and she survived the attacks with one of the stabs only missing an artery of her heart by millimeters. Oh, poor little baby. I know, this one was so hard to read. Oof. They all are, but I remember when this happened and I was so heartbroken and still to this day i know i think it's harder when it's like little children and like how much of the internet can like get to their brains yeah it's really sad so the lawyers fought for these two girls to be tried as children 
and fought for them to be considered incompetent to stand trial due to mental illness because they were both diagnosed with mental illnesses after the fact. The judge ultimately ruled that the girls would be tried as adults. Uh, Anissa pleaded guilty to attempted second-degree intentional homicide, but, claim- but claimed she wasn't responsible for her actions because she was mentally ill. She was sentenced to 25 years in a mental hospital. She'll be 37 when she's released. Morgan pleaded guilty to attempted first-degree intentional homicide and a deal to avoid prison and is instead spending 40 years in a mental institute. At the time of sentencing, the judge believed Morgan was still a risk to hurt herself or others. I didn't do the math at how old she would be. I guess 52? Yeah, it sounds right. Something like that. I guess it depends on when. I think they start the sentencing from the time the act was committed and they were caught. I think. Maybe. I mean, they'll probably be released earlier than that. We'll see. They might be. Um, so Peyton and her family do believe that justice was served. So that's good. And Peyton is alive and she's still, she's going to be recovering the rest of her life. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, but I'm glad that she survived. Oh, that she's probably, oh, poor little baby. Yeah. And that the girls are getting the help that they need. Exactly. So a documentary film on the incident called Beware the Slender Man was released by HBO in March of 2016. I haven't, I didn't watch it. I've uh, heard good things about it, I think. Did you, I looked at the IMDb and it had like a 3.5 really? out of 10. Hmm. So, that's so maybe not, not so good. Maybe not, but it also could be for other reasons. Right. Maybe. I guess we'll have to check it out. Yeah, I guess so. So. We'll add a movie club to our <laughs> potential <Movie>. clubs. Yes. <laughs> so there are some other incidents. Is incidents? There are some other incidents linked to Slenderman. In June 2014, it's interesting. All three of the ones that I have are shortly after this original one. So it's almost like this happened and then other people were. They like saw it and wanted to do it as well. Yeah. So, in June 2014 in Cincinnati, Ohio, a 13-year-old girl attacked her mom with a knife while wearing a hood and mask. The mother believed Slenderman was the motivation for the attack and that the daughter had written the daughter had written macabre fiction involving Slenderman. Yeah. I don't know what happened in that case, but I guess they're okay. In September 2014 in Port Ritchie, Florida... A 14-year-old girl allegedly set her family's house on fire while her mom and 9-year-old brother were inside. Police reported she had been reading stories about Slenderman and the sheriff's office believed it was safe to say there was a connection. And then on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in 2015, there was an epidemic of suicide attempts by people aged 12 to 24 and Slenderman was cited as an influence. The Ogala Sioux Tribe president noted that many Native Americans traditionally believe in a suicide spirit similar to Slender Man, so it's not a far fetch that they that the youth would be attracted to the Slender Man's idea. Yeah. That's all that I have on it. Wow. Hopefully no one else decides to commit a crime because of him. Yeah. Or it. I guess I never really 
I feel like it's a him. I feel like it is too, but mm. but you never know. We don't want to. Never know. Don't, don't want to assume. Yeah, no assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Okay, well, thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks for listening. So if you're still here. If you're still here, yeah. Well, uh, you know the drill. Yeah. If you can rate us. Yeah, or rate us wherever if you're whatever yeah. involves rating, but only five stars because cause we're not the Cecil Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we really appreciate it. And thank you for listening. And find us on social media at Bang Bang Cult on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. And you can also email us at bangbangcult at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.